everybody ever seen. Given the chance, the opportunity, and the experience, and the lessons from people, I could be the best. But right now, I don't even wish to be the best. I just want to be one of them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another great episode of the Transition Podcast. It's your girl, Apollo, and I am back for another week. I am so sorry. Last week, I went to Gatlinburg, and I went to a concert, saw Gibeon. He's very fine in person, if y'all wanted to know. Uh, but yeah, last week was just really hectic for me, so I had to take a week off. However, we are back and better than ever, and I have an amazing topic for you, something that I've been struggling with my whole life, and I have a person here that struggled alongside with me, so I'm excited for that. Uh, if you haven't, please go back and look at some of my older shows, see something that you like, tell a friend, and have that friend tell a friend. This is a podcast for and by Gen Z. So before we jump into the show, I want to get into my Black-owned business spotlight of the week. So surprise, we actually aren't doing a Black-owned business spotlight of the week. However, we are doing a Black-owned shout-out something special i found this particular thing really really cool and i just wanted to share it if you haven't heard about it so this website called because of them we can i found an article it is entitled this medical student is bringing representation to the medical field with black illustrations i thought that this was amazing so a nigerian student i really do not want to butcher his name if I can try to pronounce it out, is Chedebire Ibe, uh, a Nigerian medical illustrator and a first-year medical student. Uh, is basically disrupting the status quo by portraying anatomy, physiology, and pathology on Black skin. And let me tell you, I saw this on Twitter and I was just like, oh wow, I've never seen a Black fetus. I've never seen that portrayed in books. It was always a white fetus or a, a white mother and just breaking grounds in the medical field is really important, especially for Black women who are often misheard or uh, misdiagnosed in the medical field. And I think this is amazing. I'm going to put his Instagram handle in the bio for this podcast. Please go check out his other stuff. Go to his GoFundMe if you have the money um, and just give him money to do more research on this. Give him money so he's able to uh, illustrate more show us more of what black uh i don't know black people how they look in the medical field um because i think that was always a thing with representation and even even when we were little we were playing with dolls there weren't i'm not gonna say there weren't many black dolls but i'll say when our parents were little there weren't many black dolls and i feel like now we're coming to an age where black dolls are normalized normalized but we were once in an age where black dolls didn't exist or they did exist, but was really scarce. I mean, I remember with American Girl, the only black, like, highlighted American Girl doll. But the only black American Girl doll was, um, I believe, a slave, or had the narrative of a slave. So it's important to have people like him who come into the medical field or come into the world, very highly educated black men, very highly educated black women come and disrupt the norm and show us something different. And although this isn't a black owned business spotlight, um, he is an illustrator. So I'm kind of am spotlighting him as an illustrator, but I think this story is beautiful and I cannot wait to see what he does in his field. 
Now, without further ado, let's get on with the show and we'll be bringing in our topic of the week, self-love. Self-love is a journey for me. Self-love is something that I've always struggled with and I never really knew how to love myself fully. I know I usually go on a tangent and, you know, introduce a topic in a big type of way, but this week I want to just say this simple little poem that I found regarding self-love, and I feel like it encaptures exactly what I want to say this week. I now stop and greet my reflection instead of looking past the girl in the mirror. All she ever wanted was her own love. This poem really hits home because sometimes when you look back um, back on your life, you know, from the start until up until where you are now, um, and just tr- transitioning in all those different paths and going all your many ways and struggling with self-love, especially as a child of color, even just, you know, a child, period. But I, I speak from a child of color, a Black child's point of view. And learning how to love yourself, falling in and out of love with yourself. This is what this episode is about. I'm joined by a lovely, lovely lady, and I can't wait to you all hear what we have to say. All right. So thank you, Morgan, so much for coming on here and talking to us. I feel like this is a perfect topic for both of us because we've talked about this in the past, how much we would struggle with things like this. And I'm just excited to get straight into it. So stop. So um, would you like to introduce yourself or say anything? Hello, my name is Morgan. I hope you all are having a great day. Okay, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that sounds good. Thank you for that. Um, so, so my first question: What is your definition of self love? Okay, so I've been thinking about this for a while, and I think self love uh, is a form of acceptance of who you are, no matter what you're going through. You know what you look like. Um, My therapist was like. She probably goes here again, but she was like, um, she was like, it's a it's a form of just being okay with who you are, mm-hmm. being able to look in the mirror and just be like, all right, like, cool, you're my bestie, we're good with this. Um, so I think self love is just a is just really a matter of acceptance of who you are, and you know, taking care of yourself. Like, I agree with that. Um, it's so hard to like get like a good definition of self-love because mm-hmm. like I just feel like it's so broad and I just want to talk about what you said with therapy real quick so I actually I started seeing therapy you know mm-hmm. and for one of the reason was self-love mm-hmm. and a ther- I said I started seeing therapy I started seeing the therapist and like I don't know if like she's just not good or I just really don't like it and it's so funny because don't you know that TikTok yeah girl don't you know that tiktok when it said you suicidal you suicidal why right mm-hmm. so amber sent that to me that tiktok to me she's like this is gonna be your therapy session the day before i did therapy and I, she was like no nah, i'm just playing she wasn't joking that that's how it is and i i don't know if it's just not for me because i'm ready to be like you know what girl because it's 20 dollar copay i'm like oh, okay i didn't save my 20 dollars get a nutritionist or something but that's not what i'm here to talk about literally i just want to no no i was at the same i was in therapy i was like in therapy doing the same thing i it was 
I, I'm a firm believer that all black people need to have a therapist. Right? Yes. However, common, except me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the problem with me was that. So, and then I guess this goes into the topic a lot as well because a lot of the reason I went is because of self love and like um, feeling down about myself and things like that. But after a certain point, I was like, all right, I'm good now. Like mm-hmm. I, I was feeling bad yesterday, but I'm fine today. Yeah. And so I was like, this is. I just. I don't want to talk about this. I don't care. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah, I um second that. I just yeah. So what is self love to me? I know we got on a little therapy talk mm-hmm. because we can get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> that's another episode right, for another okay. day. Uh, but what is self love to me? I I agree. I would I would say it is acceptance of who you are, and I would say when I looked up like what self love was, I was getting a whole bunch of definitions, and it was a lot of stuff that like I didn't even think to be self love. Mm-hmm. Um. One that says self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. And I didn't think of self-love as being happiness. I thought of happiness and self-love as being two separate things. And I was just like, oh, and I, when I would search up like some of the questions that we would talk about, that we're, we're going to talk about today, it had a lot to do with happiness. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? Fair, because I do feel like in certain aspects that I was not in my life, I mean, I'm only 22, yes, but in certain aspects of me not being in love with myself or loving myself, that led me to be unhappy. So I, I do see how those compare. However, in my opinion, like I agree with that as well. I think there is an element of happiness that self-love can give you. However, in my opinion, like I feel like self-love is something that you're supposed to have when you maybe are not as happy, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that's supposed to be there during the sad times and then in the upset times, the angry times. Like self-love isn't just rooted in happiness. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think I think happiness is um not a symptom, but it's a side effect of self-love. Yeah. Um and just and happiness has a broad specter too. But and other things can make you happy, of course, but I don't feel like you have to necessarily be completely in happiness to be self-love. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, I, no, actually, like you're yeah. supposed to love yourself outside of the happy mm-hmm. times, right? Yeah. If you only if you only practice self-love when you're happy, or when you if you only practice it when you're like feeling good, then when the bad times come and you oh, don't know how to, and they gonna come, mm-hmm. you you don't know how to love yourself through that. I, I agree. That's what I agree. All right. Thank you for that, Queen. Um, so my next question is, what ways do you show love for yourself? So I try to show my way. You're fine. Words. <laughs> I, I try to show love to myself in, in little ways. Because not if I take like <clears throat> 20 minutes out of my day or five minutes out of my day to do something that makes you know, me happy or shows myself a little bit of love, then, you know, I don't need to do huge things, spend all my money, go shopping. Um, but what, one thing I really like to do, I like to do my face masks, my face routines. Sometimes I'll do my whole face routine and, and do take 30, 40 minutes to do it. Mm-hmm. Five minute routine, I'll take the whole day just to do it. Another thing I like to do is I like to just sit on my couch and watch TV. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, sometimes I'll cook for myself. More often than not, I'll go out and go get myself something to eat, mm-hmm. some DoorDash, you know, because I deserve it. Yeah. You know? Um, and then I go out on the weekends and I get a little, get a little wasted. Okay. 
Yes. So like with all of that, how do you show love for yourself physically? Because I know you did talk a lot about the face mask and stuff. Like Mm. if you have like a downtime, like if you're feeling like really like, if you're feeling like really like, I don't know, down one day, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh, my hair not done. My nails not done. My feet ashy. You know what I'm saying? Them days. Those days, how do you make yourself feel pretty? I, um, some days I don't move, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you. I I stay in my couch. I watch my TV. I I give myself a little grace. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, Mm -hmm. if I see that I'm like, I just don't feel cute today or I just don't feel me today. Yeah. Then that's the day I'm like, all right, I'm going to order pho from my favorite mm-hmm. Vietnamese place. I'm going to... Yeah, I mean, so you be, yeah. you be going there, baby. I be like, I got to try That's my, yeah, that's my thing. I like, I watch my TV show. I turn off my computer. Mm-hmm. I, you know, throw my phone to the side or I'll just be on TikTok or something all day. Right. And then I'll just give myself grace to feel how I feel. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I'll be like, all right, now it's time to get up. Let me clean up my apartment. That's a, that's a really big thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's really helpful. I think physically is when I start cleaning up my space and I do it slowly because it's like, all right, when you're done, when you don't feel like, you know, you got to get this other room done, you know, you got to clean up this one thing mm-hmm. and you had planned to do this, this, and this today, just give yourself a little grace. Be like, all right, you clean this. Yeah. Sit down. Yep. Go get your food. Mm-hmm. Sit down. Yep. No, you didn't go to the grocery store today. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And then giving yourself a little leeway to maybe not hit all the tasks. Right. Or to maybe not feel cute today. And just put on your hoodie, put on your sweatpants. Go get what you want to get. Go to Bath and Body Works. Get your get your candle. Mm-hmm. You can spend all the money you want. Yes. And relax. Yes. And that's what I do. I love that. So like, I'm trying to think in what ways I um I made Morgan a cocktail, y'all. She is <laughs> sipping. Uh, <laughs> but in what ways do I show self care for myself? It's this is really hard for me because I work two jobs, right? And then on top of that, like, I am, you know, never, I never truly have time for self-care and self-care is a part of self-love to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing that I try to do, you know, I, I I like to go out and get my hair done, but my hair is not done. I don't feel good. And I think that's a black girl thing Mm -hmm. in general. We do not, we don't, I remember I was talking to my line sister the other day and she was saying how like, oh, she works from home. She lives in Texas. She was like, oh, my uh, my Wi-Fi is out. But I'm not going to tell nobody because they're going to make me try to come into the office. And guess what? My hair is not done. So I can't go into the office. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just put my hair up in a bun and be like, all right, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do that. And like, get some, okay. Get some jail or something. Okay. Like, I can't do that. Like, that's not possible for me. Um, So... I show love by getting my hair done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like to go get my feet done. Like I don't do it often, but I love actually getting my feet done. Um, I like to treat myself to like a movie. I like to go out and get drinks with my friends. Mm-hmm. And like, that's one thing that I took for granted. And me and my best friend would always talk about this. But one thing I definitely took for granted in high school and in uh, college was not taking so much time to spend with people I love. Mm-hmm. And because now that we're all grown and so many of my friends are in different spaces, like Morgan, like she lives in, um, I don't know, Jupiter. She lives in DC. So like, it's really hard um, 
for me to go throughout doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like showing self-love for myself, I, I need to do more of it. Like, I, I don't even know at this point, because I feel like I beat myself up a lot. Mm-hmm. I beat myself up a lot on things that I should be doing. Like, I'm just sitting here, my mind's going to my limit, like, okay, you got to go work at five. Okay, like, you got to do this, you got to do that. And it's just like, that's that's putting me down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And that's why you got to show yourself some grace. Yeah. And that's a bit, and it, you know, it's so funny. Like I tell people so much, I tell people like, give yourself grace, give mm-hmm. yourself grace. But at the same time, you be like that, but not me. Don't, don't, don't bring it over here. Like, cause I know that I don't give myself enough grace. Mm-hmm. And I would talk to people like my line sister, Gabby, and we would be talking and she'd be like, no, like girl, you really be doing it out here. Like you really do have to give yourself, you know, be, be more kind to yourself. And self-love does count on being more kind to myself. Yeah. Like one thing, actually, I'll get to that in another question, but yeah. Don't. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my next question for the both of us, um, and then we're talking about a, a tons of different types of self-love in this one thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one thing that I wanted to bring to the table was like, physically you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. I feel like for me I'm coming from a physical aspect of for me the dating scene and like we obviously I'm gonna have a really big episode on this but for now self-love and dating Mm -hmm. um so my question is do you think you have to fully love yourself and I know this is a very controversial question but do you have to fully love yourself or be in love with yourself before dating what do you think no <laughs> I think no like I think I feel I hate when people say that to me like oh once you love yourself you feel girl choke on, on something yeah because I've Please. heard that all my life like <laughs> like I just feel like first of all self-love is a process it's not something that happens overnight it's not something that I'll be like tomorrow I love you girl mm-hmm. I love myself I'm not doing that but does that mean that I need to put my relationships my love life on hold for that no the one thing about self-love that does play an important aspect in relationships and dating is about <clears throat> what you'll take and what you'll accept mm-hmm. and how you go about relationships. And I think that's something that as long as you acknowledge what is healthy and what is not healthy, and and once you get to that place in your self-love and you're like, not just, you know, I'm not just going to... No, you could, you could talk. Okay, just, yeah. I'm not going to go out and fuck this man just because, you know, I need somebody to talk to me yeah. or I need somebody to love me. Like, obviously, that part of it, I mean, you need to get that figured out right. before you start mm-hmm. dating. But you don't necessarily yeah. have to be 100% in love with yourself before you start dating. I feel like once you know what your boundaries are, what your boundaries mm-hmm. should be, and what you're looking for in someone else. Like, I don't think that I have to be 100% confident in myself every single day to go out and date. Let me, comp- Ooh, let me, <laughs> let me comment on that. Because I was just thinking, I, I was thinking to myself, we we don't expect anybody to be 100% in any other aspect in life. Mm-hmm. But we want people to be 100% in loving themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's just unrealistic. Because we tell people, don't be a perfectionist. Don't do this. Don't do that. You can never do anything perfect. You can never do anything fully. But at the same time, you know, we want people to do, to love themselves fully. Mm-hmm. And loving yourself is a process. And one day you might fully love yourself. One day you might not. One day you might think you're the ugliest person on this earth. Right. But like, I don't feel like when you talk to people, like, 
that hinders them from like the dating scene or you know what I'm saying? They should back away from the dating scene just because they aren't, aren't completely in love with themselves. Exactly. Because there are a lot of, especially for black women, especially for black women, because black women are like the least desired, especially right now. Mm-hmm. And for you to tell them like, you know, you need to love your dark skin, your plump lips, your kinky and coil hair. Although we make fun of it in media every day, you need to love that aspect about you in order for somebody to come and approach you. Mm-hmm. And that's just unrealistic. Like we're going to have our up and down days, but like, I do feel regarding self-love, like it's just up and down, just like life is. Exactly. Like if you're telling me that this is a condition for someone to love me a hundred percent is that I have to love myself a hundred percent. Well, then I'm only going to be loved two or three days out the week. Hello. Hello? Like, or I'm only going to be loved when my hair is dead. Like, you know what I'm saying? When my nails done. When my nails done. Like, it's just unrealistic. And I think we need to stop that narrative. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be completely in love with yourself. No. You do have to love yourself. You do not have to. You do have to know who you are. Right. You have to have self-respect. Yes. You have to have a little bit of confidence. You have to have a little bit of everything in order to make you you. (laughs) But nothing will ever be 100%. And we need to stop that talk with people. I agree. So love. <laughs> My next. Oh yeah, take time, take time. I'll edit this. Out, it so. went down the whole. <laughs> no, you're fine. Ooh, baby. I was trying not to cough. <laughs> you're fine. Okay. I licked the the sugar and it went down the wrong pipe. Oh no! No. All right. A little sugar on the wood. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Do you feel guilty if you put your needs first over others? No. Um. Yes. Okay. Let me not even lie. Um, sometimes I feel like I, I don't, I think if I get to the point where I'm putting my needs ahead of someone else's and then I, I, I don't think I feel bad about it then, but I think in the moment where I would rather, I think I'm the person who I'll put your needs before mine and not feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. But there's never a con. There's never a time. It's either I'm putting your needs before me, or I'm putting my needs before you. It's like it's never a time where I'm like, oh, I could do one way or the other. Like I just I don't really think about it that way. Um, I do think sometimes I'm like, yeah, I feel bad for not doing this, that, and the third, but I gotta do me at the end of the day. And when I get to that point, um, I don't feel selfish about it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, what did you do that I'm to the point where I feel that way? If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel you. So my follow-up question, since you are or aren't, you know, because you're basically halfway, putting your needs above others, how do you feel that correlates or, like, puts a consequence to your self-love journey? Um, Kind of like we talked about in the last question a little bit. I think it it goes to how much I'll accept and how much I won't. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a clear boundary of what I do accept but like I said self-respect is part of Mm self-love um so I think it it helps me test or helps me put boundaries to my levels of self-respect and I think that helps me um decide what I will and will not accept and I think having self-respect is again very central to self-love and things like that so I think whether or not I put someone's needs before mine or like how I feel about doing stuff for other people. Um, I think that tests my self-respect, which tests 
my level of self-love. Mm-hmm. If I hope all that. No, makes sense. no, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because I'm sitting here trying to think about like what do I actually do? Like, do I put my needs above others or do I constantly you know, I feel like people, I don't, I never feel guilty about what I do. Right. For the most part. Right. Because if I'm, if I'm putting something in the atmosphere for, if I'm doing something, I'm, I'm doing it. I, I mean to do with, it. With, with I mean, fiber, I meant to do it. Yeah. Whatever fiber in my, my body, in my body, whatever fiber in my body. Yes. Um, so like, I don't feel guilty, but I do feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people make me feel guilty for putting myself first. That's another thing. I think people try to make me feel guilty. But yeah. I'm like, child, I don't fuck. Okay. I, I, and the thing is, I really like when I say I don't care, I don't. And when you get me to the point where I really don't care, yeah. Because because first and foremost, before I choose myself, I'm a, I'm gonna figure out a way to make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. But if I simply do do not care, and I'm gonna just do me regardless, that means you did something to me, yeah. Because I'm a very giving, I'm a very kind person. Right. So it's like at the end of the day, if I'm putting my needs a hundred percent before yours, mm-hmm. like not even like all right, fifty, I'm gonna make sure I sit down, right. But I also make sure you got somewhere to sit too. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> then you fucked up, and I don't need to feel guilty about that. Exactly, I agree. And like, just just off of that, like, it's just I feel like in this lifetime, like, it's so hard to put your needs first, mm-hmm. especially in the black community when you have, you know, you have to take care of family members. You got to take care of, you know, your grandparents. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You gotta, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, and I'm not saying the black community is the only community that does this, but we pay a lot of attention to our elders or, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of other uh, minority communities do this. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, I speak to a lot of friends and people I know who sacrifice large parts of themselves yeah. to be active within their family units. And like that, that's a lot. <laughs> I am of the position in the mind of, I don't give a fuck who you are. That's okay. fair. Yes, like fair. because you're not gonna sit here and make me feel doubt my worth. You're not gonna about mm-hmm. to sit here and make me feel terrible mm-hmm. because you're my family. Yeah. I don't. No, you're a person. Yep. I'm a person. Yep. And I don't let anybody treat me like this. Not only on the street. Mm-hmm. Not nobody who I grew up with. I'm right. not doing that. Right. <clears throat> exactly. So, like, like you said before, I think it's all about establishing. <laughs> boundaries like it's all about establishing boundaries or putting you know your needs first above others but like relating this back to my self-love journey because I feel like people try to make me feel guilty about it like I'll go out of my way to like accommodate them mm-hmm. when I don't have to and that only stresses me out more you know what I'm saying and puts a damper on like my self-respect that I have for myself mm-hmm. overall so yeah my next question, beautiful. When is the last time that you felt beautiful, powerful, or smart? Um, smart and powerful. Smart. That's our start. Yes. Last time I felt smart was actually on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People be trying to test me about they, about politics. Baby, girl, that's my people try to test okay. me too. I I like girl. I may not use my degree like that, mm-hmm. like you, baby. I know. Don't I know what I'm talking That's my I thing. Know I know what about. I'm talking about. I worked for the Senate. I know what I'm talking about. Listen, I work for the Senate, baby. I, I watch know. the news. I might, I'm getting a master's in political science. Baby. And you, like, you know what you're talking I, I know about. what I'm talking about. So yes. let's not do this. You want to go back and forth? Let me tell you. We can do it. Listen, you want me to tell you what, what's going to happen to the Democrats in 2022? We can go okay. all night. We can, all right? Okay. I'm in DC. We're okay. <laughs> all right. Like, but um, so beautiful. I wanted to. 
brunch on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Last Sunday. Let's see. Yeah, I went to brunch. Oh, you was looking real cute. Yeah, I was so cute. I always feel really cute, like when I have my makeup like done, done. I've been trying this new makeup routine. I'm super excited. It's Mm -hmm. so cute, and I look good. Like I was like, girl, yeah, who's it? Good. And um, this girl I'm trying to like, I've been flirting with a little bit. Uh She's she's been slacking up on my story lately, and I'm like, girl, I must look good. Oh, that's what you was talking about. That's I must look good. Okay. Okay. Um, so that always makes me feel cute. Yeah. Um, but like we went to uh we went out. It was me, one of my really close guy friends. It was his first birthday. Went to brunch. And then we were there with some other people. It was fine, you know. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. It was a good time. And like it was really fun. I had a good time. I was dancing. I know I looked good. Um, my feet hurt, so I took off my heels real early. But it always gets to a point where like you start like at a certain point when you wear this dress, you're like, mm, I don't like the way this looks anymore. Mm. So I felt yes. really cute like in the beginning oh of the day. God, and then I as the that. day went on, I was like, mm. but I kept taking videos on Instagram. So I was like, and I looked good in all the videos. Mm-hmm. And like these guys I was talking to on Hinge were texting me. So I was like, yeah, I'm a bitch. Can I just comment on that before you go? Yeah, in? go ahead, go ahead, girl. Go ahead. I hate that. Like, I'll feel so confident and so cute. Yes. But the moment I walk out the house. Yes. And it's like. I'm down to like a two. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, it doesn't help. And I talk, we talk about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cute as hell. I'm really pretty. Period. Okay. Period. Um, but I'm not what's considered conventionally attractive. Of course. Or mainstream attractive. Same. And I also tend to hang out with a lot of people. Who are who mainstream, are mainstream attractive. attractive or yes. conventionally attractive and things mm-hmm. like that. And so it's it's not, it's hard for me to understand, first and foremost, I know I'm cute, but other people somehow find me attractive, right? And so I started hanging out with a new friend um, from, from my grad school. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started hanging out and she's like, you know that guy was trying to talk to you, right? And I'm like, where like, I'm like, girl, let's go. Come on. She like these men are looking at you, and I'm like, you're lying to me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm never, I'm never. This never happened to me in my real life. Yep. Like, you're lying. Um, and so then we get into positions where we're going out. I feel cute, but all the men are talking to my friends. Yep. Or I get free drinks because they get free drinks. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I don't mind. That. I don't mind. No, no, no. <laughs> let me let me comment on that. I remember me and um. Uh, I'm not gonna say who I was with, but me and some people, we were uh chilling and we were up by Wrigley. And like someone who I was with was just getting free drinks because she was cute, mm-hmm. and another person was just getting free drinks because they was cute. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, first of all, I didn't want to be there and I was really irritated, yeah. And it's like, damn, I know I kind of look mean, or yeah. and again, we were with these two niggas and mm-hmm. they were my I mean they're all my friends but the two guys were actually my like are my closer friends so right. I was around them so like yeah as soon as they walked away we started getting free drinks which mm-hmm. is another thing and another thing is I don't want to meet I don't want to talk to these niggas in the club no I don't I don't care I don't want to speak to you I don't meet my nigga in the library right I don't meet my man in the library in church concert at a, I'm at sorry, a, so at a library. That may sound so bad. The <laughs> library at school or something like yeah. that. But all I do is go to the club. Yeah, right. So okay. I don't know when I'm going to meet any of these men that I want to yeah. try. But whatever. Um, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, 
like kind of how throwback to high school where we would go to the football games and like all the men would go up to all the girls uh, who were, like skinny, light skin. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I know y'all can't see me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcast queen around here. Yeah, you're so sweet. But um, <clears throat> it's just... I kind of see that happen in my everyday life and that and going back to the original question that affects yourself um it, it does affect your self-love sometimes and then it also makes you like even on a day you feel the cutest like you feel like the, the baddest bitch possible it does take you to a place you're like oh, oh yeah I'm really the, I'm really the sport mm-hmm. I mean <clears throat> I look good though so I mean it, it's 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 and that's how you know back to the other question that mm-hmm. it's not it's not something that you find self-love and you get good, right? Like, in the same day, I my self-love scale was on a 12. Mm-hmm. And it was on a 4. Then it was on a 7. Mm-hmm. Then it was on a 10. Then yeah. it was on this. It was on that. And then, like, I was talking to these guys. They were talking about them. Like, the three of us went somewhere else after um, after we had gone to the brunch and the day party and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were talking about women that they find attractive, yada, yada, yada. Which is like, I don't find this women attractive because they're my friends. Right. And you just hear the way guys talk and you see the women they're attracted to and you're like, all right, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And not saying that I want to be desired by you because, again, you're my friend. I don't want you like that. Right. But it's like, so where do men who like women who look like me? Where, where does that mean? Those men are. Because I'm not around that. They be playing like, Where they, they, at? like they on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's the they, they be joking around. But yes, I I answered about seven questions. <laughs> no, <laughs> you not, you but... yeah, you ain't crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Um, and I feel like you're gonna bounce off of me too. <laughs> but when's the last time I felt I'll do I'll do powerful mm-hmm. and smart because I always feel powerful and smart. Mm-hmm. Because like one thing for sure, and I feel like I always say this, when I grew up, the only thing that I had was school. Mm-hmm. I didn't have extracurriculars, I didn't have anything else going on. So like I, I knew that since all I had was school, I was going to be bombing it. Mm-hmm. And I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was cool. School was great. But because of that, like, I'm always seen as, like, the smart girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The nerd. Yeah. Like, things like that. Which I don't mind now because, like, I know my worth. Like, I know who I am. Um, But I, I would say the last time that I felt smart I always feel smart like this is so random but I always feel smart like around like my elders like my great mm-hmm. aunts or whatever mm-hmm. because they always be like "Ooh, you got your degree Ooh, you're doing this you're going to this school oh my gosh sure and, and I'll just be like yeah girl like that's me yep that's me you know so I feel like I always feel like my that's one thing I love about like my great aunts my grandmother mm-hmm. um they always make me feel smoke so smart because they they see everything that I'm doing and they acknowledge it right and that's why like one of my great aunts who passed last year and I loved her so much because she would always acknowledge how powerful I was right you know what I'm saying how much work that I have mm-hmm. and that just made me so like, you know what I'm saying I feel, baby don't let me wear my Howard shirt around some old black okay, people okay they be going nuts like once you tell older black people what you're doing like that that's what gives me the strength mm-hmm. to keep pushing and keep going on because they make you feel so good about mm-hmm. what you got going on because they wanted to they wanted to do exactly what you were doing mm-hmm. but they did not have the opportunities to do and I don't want to get too you know pro black on hill because I feel like I always do but um th- that's the thing like they 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 want to they right. want it to be in your footsteps if they can so not I'm not gonna say they well I was well to a certain extent I will say 
some elders do live through us yes mm-hmm. um and i i don't see nothing wrong with that as long as you ain't trying to you know live my life live my life you can live through me without living my life yes or telling me what to do hello um <laughs> so i feel like that's always a time where i feel very smart powerful i feel powerful for me and this is a form of self-love and self-care when i read because mm-hmm. i found a love for reading like I love to read now and when I was younger I did not like to read because like really <laughs> no I didn't so and I I really honestly I'm gonna go to therapy and be my own therapist yeah I be I be realizing stuff in me that I feel like nobody ever will mm-hmm. and I feel like in therapy this is going off hold on <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna circle back but like I feel like in therapy it's so hard to open up Mm-hmm. and like even even with my therapist like she's another black woman mm-hmm. and like it's just still so hard for me to like really open up because like what what can they say you know i don't be liking what you gotta say that's I, the thing I, I really just wanted to talk i didn't really yeah, want your opinion i didn't want your sorry opinion. like that's the thing i know that's bro. what i pay you for but i don't okay worry. maybe i just look maybe i just won't do therapy right now. i don't know we'll see well don't let this dissuade you like you only went like one one or two times yeah right I, it might be the person though yeah it that's it that's another thing yeah. about therapy like and again this is another episode yeah I'm right, right. <laughs> but like you really do i mean again i'm giving advice i'm not gonna take but Hello. <laughs> it, it, some people struggle to find a good therapist like mm-hmm. they might be another black woman you might think like oh yeah i'd love to talk to you however you're not the right therapist for me right, so you right, right. different people that's, also give it a chance yeah that's the thing that's def- definitely the thing um but sorry i, I took it let me let me take a circle back now yes let's but, come let's uh, come back around. around but i was talking about reading so when i was little um we would have to like read for school mm-hmm. and i don't know if i told you about this before I don't know. I don't think so. All right. But we would have to read for school and like read for hours, whatever. So we would go home with these little reading sheets and my mom and my sister would take me to the library. Mm-hmm. And like black parents, that's all I'm going to say before I go into this, black parents. But my mom would do this thing where she would yell at me. Yeah. If I did not know certain words where she would, you know what I'm saying? Just get super angry. And as a child who is trying to learn how to read, trying to learn how to write, trying to learn phonics you know what i'm saying that's not something that you do mm-hmm. like so i would always stutter really bad around her or i would just start crying mm-hmm. um because she was just so you know what i'm saying <laughs> but yeah so that's one thing that really affected me in my reading journey mm-hmm. but then when i would get around my sister and i would read my sister would be like oh she read fine i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like I, I literally remember this vividly and my mom always be like, girl, why do you always remember to say stuff? It's just, it's like, I don't know. Girl, I don't know. It's trauma. It's trauma. It's trauma. It's trauma. It's trauma. I'm reading about my girl, sister. I okay, I don't know. Well, my sister, she's like, yeah, she really fine, girl. I don't know what you're talking about. So, like, me falling back in love with myself is falling back into, you know, hobbies. And, like, I always, I feel like I always talk about this. But I love to do things. I love mm-hmm. to make the most out of my life. And with self-love for me is finding things that I wanted to do and doing them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And reading is a big part of that. Um, one thing I keep, I feel like, I talked about this last episode because this was my Black-owned business shout-out uh, shout was uh, Semicolon Bookstore. I bought the new Jim Oh, Crow. yeah, my mom wants to go there. Girl! 
Over Christmas, we're going to go. I got you. Okay. I heard it. Sorry. Okay. I th- <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> off topic, but yeah, it's great. But I bought the new Jim Crow, and mm. I've learned so much yeah, from that book. I've read it. I've le- and I, I read, read half of it. Okay, so I read excerpts. I'm yeah, I didn't, I didn't read the whole yeah, thing. I'm so, going to be honest with you. I could right, read the no, whole no, thing. Fair. It's a lot. Fair, it is a lot. I read it for a class. I read he. Like, I read it for an essay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, but now I bought it for myself, mm-hmm. and I'm learning it and stuff. And I'm reading it, and I'm reading through it, and I'm just, it's just taking me aback of all the stuff that I did not know, mm-hmm. of all this, of all the prejudices I had against my own community, mm-hmm. and taking myself off that high horse, you know, and then going back, and this is why I feel powerful, right? Going back to why I feel powerful, and going back in educating my elders right. and educating, you know, those around me, that's what makes me feel powerful mm-hmm. is knowledge. Knowledge makes me feel powerful because knowledge is nothing that ever, anybody can ever take from you. Cause I remember talking to my best friend. I'm like, you know, I can't wait to go back to school. She's like, school? And I'm just like, yeah, but Girl, I, yeah. I, I actually love school. Yeah, I do too. I like learning. I, I like learning. I like the homework I want to oh, okay. but I love learning. But I love learning. And discussing. Like, yes, I love doing that stuff. And like, I feel like going back for this other, you're fine. <laughs> going back for this other degree that I do get, like it won't have much to do with what, what's going on, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I want to do. And it's something that would make me feel smart, make me feel powerful. Now, this is a very long-winded answer because I did not get to beautiful yet, did I? <laughs> uh, because the, I feel like there are so many times in my life where I should have felt beautiful. Yeah. But just like you said, like, I just don't. Or like, I'll mm-hmm. feel like a 10 until I walk out the door and then I go to a three. Yo. And like, come on, just, come on, come yes, on. Like, there's so many times I felt like I should have like on my prom, mm-hmm. you know, we bought this expensive dress. I paid mm-hmm. for this expensive makeup, hair expensive. You know, you would think I was feeling like a million dollars. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't, you know, and I feel like for me, it's because self-love for me goes back to the physical yes it is in the mental i make sure my mental is together i make sure my personality is together but there's so much i can do when like the physical isn't together Mm -hmm. and like that's one thing that's one thing in my self-love journey that's always been so hard for me to feel beautiful because physically you know i don't like my height Mm -hmm. physically i don't like my size Mm -hmm. you know so like all those things into play it's so hard for me to feel beautiful. Right. In that aspect. Like, so, especially when you're around people who like, damn, I wish I looked like that. And you know what? It's, yeah. It ain't gonna go away. Yeah. So having to make that a condition of whether or not you deserve love or mm-hmm. should be in a relationship or should be loved right now is BS. Because yeah. it ain't going away. No. I can't fix my height. Nope. I mean, I'm sure I can fix my weight, but there's only so much okay. you can do. There's only so much you could do. There's, yeah, because like I had to realize, and I had to give myself more grace on that. Yeah, I'm looking at my sweatband hanging up in the bathroom. There are only what you can say 24, but there are only 12 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Eight of those I work, and then on the weekends, an extra five. Right. We didn't go to school for math. We did. Right? <laughs> it's okay. It's Thursday. We didn't go to school for math. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm sorry, that took me out. But no, so that's 13 hours out of mm-hmm. a, a 12 hour day that I'm working. Yeah. 
what other time am I going to have to work out or eat better? Or sit down. Or sit down. Or cook. Mm-hmm. Cook healthy foods. Like, when I wasn't working, I can cook good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was doing Maybe. a little bit better. I take food out the fridge. I'm like, I'm about to go to fucking Wingstop because okay, I worked all day. I worked all day. I'm I went to class. I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, I got to get prepared to, like, I don't know, do whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like I tutor. One thing yeah. I'm low-key regretting because I just don't have time. Meal like, prepping? And I, I, don't meal like, prepping. I don't want to eat the same thing every day. Yeah, like, I did that when I was at school when I was um working for the Senate. But, yeah. like, now it's just like, okay, if I don't have to eat the yeah. same thing, I don't want to. If, I can, if I'm going to eat something on DoorDash, I'm going to get something on DoorDash. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's just so hard to also stay consistent. Like, mm-hmm. consistency is, you know, prime. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it's hard. Like, especially when... I know for me personally, like I, I would love to just like do workouts at home, but I don't have the space, mm-hmm. you know, like, or there's, you know, if, especially in the prime of winter, like you got to warm up your car, just go to the gym. Yeah. You got to, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's just, that extra step is just not going to happen. Yeah. It's just hard. Like and we, we have to stop like acting like everything is just so easy. Like mm-hmm. it's just a piece of cake when it's not. Exactly. So yeah. Okay. All right. Next question. Next question. Hey, we went into it. Hold on. What's next? What's next? Girl. So my question is, do you believe you are worthy of good things like love and happiness? She. Let me go walk around. No. She. <laughs> no. Um. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Because look, Everyone deserves good things. Everyone deserves to be happy. Yada, yada, yada. For a long time, I I don't think there was ever a time where I was like, you don't deserve something nice. You don't deserve a good boyfriend. You don't deserve this, that, and a third. The problem with me has always been, but the opportunity isn't knocking, mm. right? So it's like, I, I, know, yep. I know I deserve a good man in my life or a good woman. I mean, look. I, I have Amanda post my picture if y'all want to see what I look like. But, um, like, there's never been a time where I haven't been, like, I deserve someone to love me. I don't, I deserve to have nice things happening. I deserve this, that, and the third. The problem is I always felt like <clears throat> my time isn't here yet or because of the way I look, like, nobody's checking for me, like, mm-hmm. that type of thing, like. I, you are, everyone is so deserving of offense and happiness and, and peace and good state of mind and, you know, love and good egg and uh, yeah. everything, you know? Period. <laughs> but it's just, it gets to the point where I was always like, but because of the way I look, more so when I was younger than now, but because mm-hmm. of the way I look, not that I wasn't deserving, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me or like it wasn't my time or people wouldn't have wanted me like it was just a roadblock to the door of happiness and you know good things and you know relationships and self-love yada 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 but now but let me comment on that so I think I had a because I love how you put roadblock I think my roadblock was from high school up until I graduated absolutely not, and I can't even say when I was in college and I had freedom and yada. No, 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 no. Can't no. even say that. And like, no. I'm 22, almost 23 right now. And I'm I'm just learning now yeah. that it's a little tunnel between that block. Mm-hmm. And I can get there. And that's my, it's my. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, 
yeah <laughs> so like I I do feel like that like do I feel like I'm worthy of good things yes mm-hmm. do I feel like I'm worthy of love I don't know really the, so I was actually thinking about this yesterday mm-hmm. and I was thinking about my purpose for this life and things that I'm passionate about and what I'm actually supposed to do in this lifetime and I, I honestly thought to myself and I was like I don't think well I don't I'm not gonna say I don't think but I don't know that's what I told myself right. I don't know if I was supposed to love in this lifetime I don't think that's the same thing as whether or not you're worthy of love though but, I don't think that's the same thing <laughs> you're right it's not you're absolutely whether right. or not the opportunity comes because because those yes. are two different questions yes that's true those are two different questions yeah because it's like absolutely I'm worthy of love absolutely mm-hmm. I'm worthy of good things absolutely yes mm-hmm. right the problem is I don't know if in this lifetime it's my opportunity or I don't know in this lifetime it's my destiny my ministry my yet x y and z right I ain't gonna say I'm gonna be no damn none okay right? not doing that not doing that no. but it's just you never know like mm-hmm. like you said you don't know not that like you don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know what's coming you don't know what's going walk through that door today yes, because the thing is I feel that society makes us feel so old. Yes. So old. Yes. I'm simply 22. Baby, like, I am 22. 20, I'm only 22. But at the same time, if I were to have kids at 22, they would make me feel so young. Child. You know what I'm saying? Kids like, right uh, I couldn't do it. Thank God for Roe v. Wade. Because... I'm sorry. I'm going to fall I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, I just... Yeah, I like, but like you said, yes. So I am worthy of love. Right. Yes, I'm always worthy of love. But will I experience it mm-hmm. in this lifetime? Is the question. And like, it's literally like a big old question mark because I don't know. You don't know. You could because, say yes, I will, but it's like, well, bitch, I could die tomorrow. Yeah. And the answer would be no. Yeah. And I, would, I think about stuff like that, and I'm just like, okay, I can, you know, I can perish tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can perish next year, and like what I what would I have lived my life for Mm -hmm. so when I ask that question I take love out of the equation right and you know I put the grind in the equation I put my hopes and my dreams in the equations because in my mind I'm worthy of everything Mm -hmm. in my dreams I'm Mm -hmm. worthy of everything but Mm -hmm. in my actual life in the the reality that Mm -hmm. I live daily I question it which is why girlfriend's question I do if I love yourself 100% I feel like which is annoying because it's like like I said, if I died tomorrow, right, this is what I'd have under my belt. Worked, a, got a full-time job right out of college, well, six months after college. Mm-hmm. Um, this right out of college. Graduate, yeah, graduated mm-hmm. college, you know, worked for a senator, worked for Dick Derby, who's my favorite senator. Yeah, um, I, um, you know, I graduated from Howard University. I'm in grad school. I'm, you know, living on my own. I have my own car. Got my own rent. Got my. Mm-hmm. I've lived a really good life, right? Like, not saying I don't plan to die. Um, right, right. I am living a very good life right mm-hmm. now, which is why I don't think desiring love and relationships is a bad thing because I got everything else accomplished. I'm good. Check. But check, that's check, the check, thing. Check, check. But that's the thing. I do feel like some people tell us, well. You don't need to put all your peas in one pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you don't need to. Why are you desiring somebody? Yeah. You know, you can desire. I feel like society is based where you can desire everything else but not love. Right. And like, I just really don't like that at all. Exactly. It's like, babe, I got 
I got everything. Yeah, like I'm I, I'm good. Yeah. In my in my I feel you in my predicament. I just I need to be good financially. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know I'm what I'm saying? I almost fell out. <laughs> but I need to be good financially. And one thing else, I really want to work work uh, work on my physical. Yeah. Because in my like I'm not saying I don't look good, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that if somebody if if somebody were to ask me would I date me right now, I would say no. And it was book and it's because for me, and I don't want to get into like dating too much. Yes, not not too much. We, we getting that way. Later. We we we're gonna be there. But this is talking about love. But if somebody were to ask, like, do you love who you are? Would you date who you are currently? Mentally and personality-wise, thousand percent. Because I'm I'm not <laughs> like, absolutely. Uh, but but physically, I want to get myself together physically. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Like that's a personal thing. But but my issue with myself with that is even with you physically undergoing whatever you're trying to do, like you can still love yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm struggling with. Exactly. To be honest. Um, I don't know if this is technically self-love. I guess it's self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. That's true. Not, and that's like, I think that's the place I'm at right now. Like, sure. I could probably love myself every, mm-hmm. it, even more. Everyone yeah. can. Right. Everyone can. Um, but I don't mind. Of, it's going to be what's going to be. I mean, when I get my BBL money, I'm, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. But <laughs> when me and Doctor Miami see each other, okay. um, but no, like I think once you get to a place of like, I have accepted who I am. I think that's enough. Yeah, I personally think that's enough. I don't think I have to 100 percent, like you said earlier, be in love with myself. Mm-hmm. That's, I think being okay with who I am right now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And you either like it or you love it or you die. So there you go. <laughs> oh. There you go. <laughs> I, I promise. I'd be, I'd be okay. I'd be trying to be good. Okay. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I saw recording. I'd be, be trying to be good. You're very funny. <laughs> You're very funny. So, Miss Morgan, what would, <laughs> ooh, excuse me, what would you say to six year old you um, who was who would be or maybe? having a problem loving themselves when i wrote this question i was just i can i can go first if you want me to if you want to think about it see the thing about it is that when i was six i was five right mm-hmm. i was in the house i didn't care when i was what how are you in seventh grade 12 when i was 12 my rooms are bigger than everybody else in the class <laughs> And I, yeah. had a, I had a little boyfriend, you know, whatever. Yeah, loves to see it. I wonder what that nigga doing. Um, Please. But, no. I mean, let me... I'm not a very... I'm trying to be serious. I, you know, laughter is my... is my coping mechanism or whatever. Among yeah. other things. Um, I guess... I'm going to change the question. Sorry. I know yes. this is your show. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, babe. Um, I think the person I should be talking to is, like, sophomore year me. Or... Mm. June, or of high school. I think I just talked to all of me. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, like, but primarily between, like, freshman and junior year, right? Had a lot going on. Um, and basically, what, I, what would I say to them if I... Mm-hmm. Girl, fuck these men. Um, period. I think the biggest thing to say is that, like, it's it's okay, right? It's okay to feel how you feel. It's okay to be upset with the way you look. It's okay to be upset mm-hmm. with not 
finding love. I think, like we said earlier, I feel like society does try to make you feel bad about feeling bad. Like, or I think it's okay to be upset about, you know, um, not being chosen by men, which girl, talking to you, sophomore year Morgan, fuck these men again, cares. But at the time in your life when that's just all you worry about, you're gonna bills, you're gonna problems, all you care about is why you're not being chosen and it's like and everybody else around and you everybody is. else mm-hmm. is like again we both went to all girls school right mm-hmm. everybody else went to homecoming i ain't never been to homecoming before never i i well i tell that to my friends now they're like what i'm like yes i've never been to homecoming before but I'm, i will say though the high school that we went to is bogus for not having something you yes. know what i'm saying they do, now, though. they do now they do now they do now i knew uh, yeah they do now but they 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 never should have did that but yeah. that's that's just me yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's okay to be upset about that. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. And um, it's developmental to who you are. Like you become, you know, who, who you're meant to be. Um, I'm smart as shit because I had nothing else to do. Hello. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's okay to feel the way you feel. And it's okay to like be upset about it. Yeah. And the biggest thing you can do is accept who you are. Um, not everybody's gonna love you, nor everybody's gonna like you. That's it's okay. Um, I know it hurts, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's like, girl, look what we turned out. Hello, okay. Period. Look how we turned out. Period. As You'll you be should. good, as you should. Okay. What would you say? <sighs> now, now that you like, you turned up the question. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I'm gonna say six year old, but like, now I'm thinking. Okay, who, which well, I can talk to everybody. <laughs> what would you say, your six year old self? I know this is your hosting this yeah. podcast, but I'm gonna. What Miss Miss Apollo? Yeah, that's right. What would you say to your six-year-old self, and then what would you say to your high school self? Very good question. Okay. Thank you, Miss Morgan. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say to my six-year-old self, when I was six, I thought, and even before this, I thought that I was the biggest person on the planet mm-hmm. because that's how my family made me feel, especially mm-hmm. my dad's side. Um, there was a time in like now that I look back on this and like I can like see like I, my dreams are very vivid. I mm-hmm. have very vivid dreams, and I was just talking to my mom about this. Like sometimes I wake myself up with my heart beating out of my chest. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. how vivid my dreams are, and like I have vivid dreams of this particular scenario. When I was in like pre K or kindergarten, we had went to like the stables for like um mm-hmm. October for you know Halloween whatever. Like, they, like animals. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why. And like, um, they had ponies there, and everybody was being put on a pony. Mm-hmm. And they was like, "Oh, like Amanda, do you want to be put on a pony?" I was just like, "No," because I thought I was too big to get on a yeah. horse. I thought, look at me, and then imagine six year old me. No, I wasn't even six. I was like four, bro. Girl, when you be looking at yourself back in the day, you be like, "What the hell were you upset about?" Okay, girl. But let me let me let you talk about this horse. Okay. Gr- talk about this horse <laughs> i'm crying but like yeah like I, I wasn't even six i think i was like four yeah but um yeah I, and then like just looking back on that scenario you know it's like oh man it doesn't want to get on like she's scared i'm saying i'm not scared girl. i'm not scared of the horse you know what i'm saying but i, I literally thought i was too big mm-hmm. for somebody to pick me up and put me on the horse they're like girl i have to kill this goddamn horse and you yeah yeah and like that hurts mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i wouldn't want any child to feel that way Think about all the things you've missed out on because you but, feel that way. Girl, that's, <laughs> that's that's the whole reason why I did this because right. I feel like I missed out on so much mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. because yes, I didn't love myself fully, 
but because everybody was telling me what I was right who I was, right you know like with self-love for me and I should have put in a question about this but like color wise I thought I was too dark yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. but I, I think up until like a certain grade I thought I was light Really? I thought it was light skin. <laughs> Not light skin, but I thought it was yeah, caramel. Yeah, yeah, And then people started telling me, girl, you dark skin. You chocolate. Yeah. And, like, I never like being compared to any type of candy, fruit. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't That's like stupid. That. That's dumb. dumb. Like, what, what do you be calling light skin women light skin? Right. Why do you call dark skin women chocolate? Anyway. <laughs> um, girl. So, yeah. So, like, I would go back to myself and be like, girl, you are enough. Mm-hmm. You are enough. Like, it and is that, okay. That's the thing. Like, you're enough. That's, you're enough. And I think, you know what I, what I was just thinking about? What? When I was crazy. Um, when I was younger, I don't, I don't, I didn't know what I looked like. Mm-hmm. I never looked in the mirror. Like, I, I used to think about all these things and how I looked like. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if it was because of self-consciousness and stuff like that, but I genuinely like did not know what I looked like because I never looked in the mirror. And to think mm-hmm. about now, baby, every mirror I saw by, I'm like, oh, girl, look at you. Like, you know? It's so funny that you mentioned that because I don't even look in mirrors. Really? I don't look in the yeah. mirror. Yeah. The only reason why I would look in the mirror in the morning is to wash my face. Yeah. And to brush my and teeth. I, and I don't think that's just, like, I used to do, like, a little, like, like, you know, oh, you can't see me. People. On the <laughs> but, like, when you look real quick, wash your face, keep on moving. That's what right? I do now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when I was younger, like, we have mirrors. We have a mirror. Uh, you've been in my house before. We yeah. have a mirror going down to my basement on the door, going down to the basement. Mm-hmm. And one day I was like, you look like, I think my mom was watching Scandal then. I could have sworn I looked like Carrie Washington. Swear to God. In my head, I looked like Carrie Washington. Period. I looked in the mirror. I said, who the fuck is this? I said, hey, Carrie. <laughs> who was that, girl? Hey, Carrie, girl. And that's crazy to think about. <laughs> like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> yep. So, like, I would say, so now to my high school self, I piggyback on what you said about not being chosen because Mm -hmm. I think that was, like, a scenario in college, in college, sorry, in high school of loving ourselves Mm -hmm. because, you know, we were of the small group of, keep in mind, we went to a predominantly predominantly white Catholic high school. There was, like, seven black people is what she's trying to say, and we were two of them. Then, like, in our grade so like and, and then as the years went on like black people just started disappearing mm-hmm. um <laughs> so like yeah and the crazy thing is like i can name all of us i know it's like more black people to go down now because more mm-hmm. people moving in that area besides the point but um because of that like never feeling chosen or like mm-hmm. and that really affected not only my self-love for myself but my self-esteem mm-hmm. like I just did not feel good about myself. I never felt good about myself because of that. It was like, what is wrong with me? Yes. That they can be chosen. And that is detrimental to a, yeah. a 14, 15, 16 year old child. Detrimental. Okay. Like there was a point in high school. I remember telling my mom, mom, I don't want to go there anymore. Because mm-hmm. I, I literally did not want to go there anymore because I was just feeling so alone. And I had nobody to talk to it about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like nobody is besides y'all. Yeah. But but nobody could truly but understand. Even, even that, I feel like our group still didn't really understand. They They, I feel like, True. The experience. True. And, you know, we love, I love our friends. I love our, yeah. our friends so much, but I feel like the lived experience that we had mm-hmm. is a lot different from what everybody else had. Like, yeah. it's a small group of us, but like, 
I mean, they, I feel like they didn't even really get it to like two, three years ago. So like, to we, we had that thing. Yeah. The mini Kairos thing. Uh-huh. Like, and me, you and I. Right, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. so it's so hard to to put into words when you're a child, basically. Because mm-hmm. when you're in high school, you feel grown to say, which no, you're a child. Yes. It's so hard for a child to articulate why these ugly, dirty, dusty mm-hmm. men from that school on 79th Street. Yeah. Why we feel so bad about huh. not being chosen by them. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, looking back at it, I don't care about these, these ew, mm-hmm. like ew. Yep. But when you're a 16 year old, you can't understand, you can't explain it. And then you have people telling you like, girl, you don't want these men anyway. Well, can I, can I decide that? Can I decide that? Because I almost had to pause on it and like, <laughs> just start going him. But like, no, like I, I hate it when people would do that. They still do that. They still do, they still that. do that. Like at girl, my big age. You don't even want that. Can I decide for myself if I want that or not? Maybe I do. Maybe I want Can I try it out Can first? I try it? You try You tried it. Can I try it out? Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's one thing that I hated. Like, people would always make a decision for me mm-hmm. before I could even get a chance mm-hmm. to walk in the room. And I, I didn't like that. So, yeah, I think that's what I, I don't even, I don't even remember saying what I would say to myself. But I would, <laughs> I, I would honestly just, no, you're fine. You're fine. But like, I would just go back to my high school self and be like, girl, focus on you. Mm-hmm. As hard as it may be, this is a time where you do need to focus on you. You're fine. <laughs> focus on what you got going on and do you. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like during my high school year, like I took such, so much time trying to focus on a relationship. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That I missed out on so much fun that I could have had. But it's just like everybody else was doing it, so I wanted to do it too. Exactly, and so. that's important. Mm-hmm. That's important because people try to make it seem, especially in society, mm-hmm. that it's bad to want to be desired. Yep. If if me and you are standing there, and it's six other five other black women, and they're all being desired, and it's us, and we're not. Yeah, we're. What did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not bad to want something like that. Yep. No matter who these men are. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And again, it's never a goal to be desired by men. I don't care. Right. It's the fact that... To be desirable. To be desirable. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very important to your self-development, self-love, self-esteem journey, especially as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, if I don't feel desirable... Therefore, I'm going to think something is wrong with me. Yep. Therefore, I'm going to internalize that. Mm-hmm. And I won't feel the self-love that everybody else might have. Like, yes, I'm not saying people don't have their own struggles, issues, yada, 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 yada. But I'm 22, 23, trying to fix experience feeling attractive in the club the first time. Or, you know what's so crazy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was talking to somebody about this, um, Christina. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, you know, I had my fun. Now I know, like, what to do and what not to do. And I was just like, I still don't. Right. I have no clue. And like, I'm starting off from scratch. And I feel like sometimes I can be looked at as childish. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the last thing I'm trying to do is, you know. Developmentally. Attract, right. But attract childish men. Right. That's the last thing I'm trying to do. But at the same time, like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, whew. Yes. What's the next question? What's the next question? So, Morgan, before I go to this last question, I just want to thank you so much for coming because I think this topic was amazing. And I forgot that we was recording and I just started 
running off the mouth. Oh, chat. Oh no, we were we were still recording. Okay, great, saying. great, great. I'm just saying I forgot that we were recording, and I'm just running off the mouth as mm-hmm. if we're just talking. And um, that's a good thing. It so is. It's a great thing, me. of course. Love to be here. Love it. So, my last question for you, love, is what is your advice to someone who is younger? maybe in high school, maybe in college, someone who's maybe a little bit older than us, somebody who's our age, who is trying to love themselves in this world. What would you say to them? Like the first time? Yeah. Um, kind of how we've been saying it throughout this time, and it's okay to not be 100% in love with yourself all the time. Um, even if you got to do, I'm going to do 10% today. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean this part of my room. Because it'll make me feel good if I accomplish this thing today. Or, you know what? I'm going to get my lashes done today because mm-hmm. I deserve it. Um, and it's totally okay to just to, to be not there 100%. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. I think people need to give themselves grace with that. Mm-hmm. Again, like everyone says, it's a journey, right? Um, and it's fine. It's You don't have to be all put together, all patched up, humpty dumpty all day long, okay? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you fall. Um, another thing is, it's like, you don't have to desire to love yourself hundred percent. You can desire to love yourself as you are. And that's it. No strings attached. No, 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 nothing. I feel like I love myself today or I accept who I am today. And like I said, nothing in your life will be a hundred percent. Nothing. So why do we expect self-love to be a hundred percent? We expect it to be a hundred percent. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. Right? So Mm -hmm. you need to be, when you get to the point where you're like, I am okay with being me today. Maybe not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Maybe not yesterday. But I'm okay with who I am right now in this minute. And I think that is enough. And you need to be like, this is enough. Mm -hmm. And give yourself grace. If the next minute you're not. Yeah. That's big. That's my advice. What's your advice? Um, thanks, bud. <laughs> so I would say I'm going to like do my as far as like age groups. If you were in high school listening to this, um, because I was there and like I needed somebody to depend on. I needed somebody to, you know what I'm saying? Show me that it was okay not to love myself. Show me that it was okay to not have a busload of confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like, that was a thing. People would always tell me like, oh my gosh, your confidence is in the gutter. You don't have no confidence. And it's just like, Girl, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm a work in progress. And like, mm-hmm. everybody is a work in progress. Nothing will ever be perfect. And like you said, you might get 10% today, 20 tomorrow, 100 the next day. But like, it's all your journey. It's all how you decide to do things. I just feel like sometimes people have too much to say on what I choose to do in my life or people have too much to say on my journey. And like, you can talk so much from outside the club, Mm -hmm. but until you come and you try to live my life, like you won't understand what I go through to try to love myself. Exactly. So like for me and Jen, just talking to college people, same thing. Y'all are going through a lot. When I started off college girl, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was going on. It was my first gist of freedom. Um, I was everywhere. Okay. And I saw people doing things. I wanted to try out some things. I left college. I never got to try out some things. I left college. I got to do that. I regret, you know, but in that time, 
I wish that I would have loved myself more. I wish that I would have catered to myself more. I wish my self-esteem would have been higher. Mm-hmm. And how do I start off with that? Journal. How do I start off with that? Do my shadow work. Yeah. How do I start off with that? And I know not everybody is spiritual. Pray. You know what I'm saying? You know, go to your temple. Go to God. You know what I'm saying? Go to who you feel and just ask for help in that area. I also think, sorry, I didn't direct. No, go ahead. But I, if you can find someone who is in a similar situation as you are, mm-hmm. it's re- it really helps to it talk it help. out. Yeah. yeah. me and you would talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We went to school 100,000 million miles away from each other. We would talk about it all the yeah. time. So I think it's helpful to find somebody who'd be like, girl. And to have somebody to just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Rather than being like, oh, well, this. Oh, little, well, maybe you should. Oh, well, he, maybe. He, he, no, he, no he, I need like, you to sit here and listen. You just listen. Want. Like, <laughs> so find that person. Yeah, if find, you can. Yes, definitely. I agree. Find somebody. Who Not will, a therapist. Somebody. Okay, somebody. Find, find somebody, like you said, who is in the same position as you. Or if not in the same position as you, find somebody who will actually listen mm-hmm. to comprehend your problems, then listen to talk about your problems. You know what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. there are some people that just want to talk about what you should be doing versus talking about how they can help you through that process. So like definitely find your person if you if you can. If you can within that, because I know that's also difficult. Um but yeah, Morgan, I think that's good. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. So much for listening to our self-love talk that branched into like several different things. But I think we wrapped around pretty good. And self-love, it's a journey. It isn't easy. Like none of this is easy. You're, you might have a hard time loving yourself 100%. You know, some days, like I said, may maybe a 22, other days you might be a 95, like, but it's your journey. So don't let nobody tell you how to do your journey. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed the talk. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I will be back in another two weeks. Hopefully I will <laughs> with another great topic. Thank y'all so much for listening. You can go to my Instagram for all podcast updates. Um, nice quotes, nice people on there. It's great. My Instagram is the.transition.podcast. Go on there and check me out as well. Listen to other shows. Let me know how you like it. And I hope you all have uh, the rest of your week is great. Bye.